0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Transfer Talk on Football Talk podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Before I begin, a quick message to all my Muslim followers. I wish everyone Eid Mubarak, whether you celebrated it yesterday or today. I hope you've had a blessed day and you've enjoyed the festivities. Now, back to Transfer Talk. So last week's episode was a bit quiet in regards to rumors and official announcements, but this week, I think it's picked up a notch. So let's begin with some official news and let's start with some breaking news that took place earlier today. And that is Mason Mount. Manchester United have agreed a fee of 55 million plus add-ons for Chelsea midfielder Mason Mount or as Money Mace as some of us like to call him. Um, My thoughts on the deal. First initial thought was United have been ripped off once again. £60 for a player who has one year remaining on his contract is very steep. But forget the money for one second. In terms of the actual player, I think Mount is a good signing for Manchester United. Is he the right profile for the team? I think he is. United tend to play with a double pivot and a number 10 in front. And I believe Mount's best position is as a number 10, where he's able to play with freedom and be creative. But that's also where Bruno Fernandes plays. So, where does Mount fit into the starting lineup? Well, firstly, with Mason Mount, he's very versatile. So, he can play in a number of positions. In a 4 2 3 1 formation, he can play across the free midfield. So, he can play as a 10, or he can play on either wing. If United were to deploy a 4 3 3 formation, he could come to play as a number 8 on either side, or he can play further up on the wings again. So, The thing with Manchester United fans that I feel like are getting a bit frustrated, they may think that he's the only midfield signing, but I don't think that's the case. Um, And I think Manchester United do need a player that possesses strong defensive qualities to play alongside Casemiro. And I know United are linked with Moses Casido. So if United were to sign a top midfielder like him, then United could be cooking this summer, if I'm being honest. Maybe because, man, is that British signing as well. It's not appealing to fans. um, And he's not had the best of season at Chelsea. So there is um, that sort of scepticism as well amongst United fans. And also there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding the ownership, which is not helpful at this stage. But let me know what you guys think of the signing and your reasons. um, Because I know a lot of United fans aren't very pleased um, with the signing. Speaking as a Liverpool fan... I'm pleased we walked away from the deal as I think we could acquire a better player with the amount of money spent on missing Mount, um, which we'll discuss later on in the show. On to the next piece of official news, and that is Chelsea signing cuckoo from uh, Red Bulls Leipzig. We all know this, there was a pre-agreement a few months ago, so no surprise in terms of the player moving to the club, but it's official now, so we can discuss it in more detail. Is it a good signing? I think he is. Uh, remains to be seen where he actually plays because um, he's capable of leading the line on his own. Um, me, personally, I think that would be his best position in the Chelsea team. He can also play on the wings or as a number 10. Personally, I don't see Chelsea signing another striker or a elite striker. So Nkuku will probably lead the line um, going forward. I think they do need to sign a few more players, especially in the midfield area. So they're in the step... In the right direction in terms of new recruits speaking of chelsea um, they have just sold one of their big players in kai Havertz, who has agreed to join arsenal for 65 million honestly this signing makes no sense to me where is he going to play first of all he's not a number eight and doesn't have an all-round game to play that role he doesn't have the pace to play on the wings And for me, he's a failed false nine playing at Chelsea. So Arsenal fans, make it make sense because I think it's an awful signing. And for 65 million, he's expected to be a starter. So for me, that's not a good move for Arsenal, nor the player. I actually think his skill set is more suited to play in a different league, maybe like a La Liga or Serie A, or maybe we return back to the Bundesliga. But let me know what you guys think in the comments. Another piece of official news and we'll stick to Chelsea at the moment and that is Kovacic who has just signed for Man City. Personally, I think this is a good signing. A replacement for Gundogan, a great all-round player who is not shy in front of goal. Probably doesn't score as often as he should but in Man City, I think he may be unleashed. So, I think he's a good replacement for Gundogan and for £30 it's a great bit of business. Next player, I'm We'll, go, we'll head back to London again and that's the north of London with Tottenham who have made a couple of new signings. The first is James Madison from Leicester City for over a fee of £40 million. A talented player, no doubt. But there are question marks with regards to his injury record as he's not been available that much in the last couple of seasons. Where does he fit in the team? New manager, Postog Poste Koglu, I hope I haven't butchered his name, uh, played the 4-3-3 formation at his time in, in Celtic. So I'm expecting him to deploy the same sort of tactics and formation at Spurs. So that would mean Madison will most likely play in an advanced eight role or possibly on the wings. But For me, he will be most effective in the middle of the park. So an interesting signing that I'm sure a lot of Spurs fans are excited about. The second player is a goalkeeper. Uh, Italian goalkeeper called Vicario from Empoli. I'll be honest, I don't know too much about the keeper, but he's very highly rated in Italy. And allegedly there's been comments from Buffon saying that he's a generational talent. So if that's true, that's some big praise. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how he performs next season. On to the next rumour, or I should say official news before we do rumours, is AC Milan. They've just signed... Chelsea's Ruben Loftus his cheek for 18.5. I actually think this is a good move for a player who has been restricted with games. This move will allow him to start again and make a name for himself. He'll be living in the beautiful city of Milan, playing for a club that has a very passionate fan base and hopefully he gets to play regular football in a league where I think he will flourish. I think his skill set will definitely suit the Italian game. So exciting move for a player and I hope he does well. Some more stories, not quite official yet, but they're very, very close. And that is Arsenal are set to sign West Ham midfielder Declan Rice. Now, the fee is 100 million plus 5 million add ons, which is ludicrous. But I think this is an amazing signing for the Gunners. Considering there was some strong interest from Man City, Arsenal have done amazing to secure his signature. On paper, for me, he's already an upgrade in the midfield. Plus, add his leadership qualities, and I can see him being a future captain at the club. 100 million won't seem a lot in years to come. Honestly, this transfer is a game-changer. Anyone who thought Arsenal may slip up and not challenge for a title this season, think again. This is a great signing. I can't lie. I'm a bit jealous because he's exactly what Liverpool need. But... (laughs) Hey, Let's move on to the next uh, transfer news. And this one was a big shock when I heard the news break. And that was Newcastle who are set to sign Tonali from AC Milan. Now, this is what you call a statement signing. But in my opinion, I think that's all it is. And I'll explain why. Now, please, Newcastle fans, don't take any offence. But it's quite obvious that the player is being forced to leave the club. And apparently he broke down in tears, probably realising that he's swapping Linguini for a sausage roll going forward. Jokes aside, I think playing Tonali and Bruno Guimerej in a double pivot won't work. They're very similar players. Or maybe Guimerej will be deployed in a more advanced position. Who knows? But it's an interesting signing. I have a feeling if I was to play Mystic Oz right now, I don't think it'll work out. As I don't feel like his heart was set on a Premier League move and he may seek to leave in the future, but who knows? It remains to be seen. The next one is one sign that's probably gone under the radar and no surprise, to be honest, as the player is somewhat of an unknown commodity, and that is Chelsea, who are set to sign uh, Nicholas Jackson from Villarreal for a reported fee of 35 million. Personally, I don't see this player being a starter. So I kind of question why he's being signed. He's not exactly a world beater. Apparently he's signing for Bournemouth, but failed the medical. So strange signing for me. I have a feeling we won't see much of him next season. He'll probably get loaned out in the future, like Bakayoko and Batshuai as well, who were never present in the Chelsea team. Now the next one, I have to say, some sad news for United fans as their main target, Kim Min-Jai, has decided to reject a move to the Premier League and joined Bayern Munich. So, speaking about the player, I think it's a good move for him and I think he'll be a huge hit in the Bundesliga. But for United, on to the next one and let's see which uh, defenders are linked with going forward. And uh, Speaking of defenders, this one nearly broke the, <laughs> the airways. Um... And it's a scary thought, and that is Guardiola being linked with a move to Man City now. According to Fabrizio Romano, talks have already begun, and Red Bull, Leipzig are after 100 million, which is a crazy amount. But for the city owners, it's loose change. Can I see it happening? It would actually depend on what's happening at the club with regards to Laporte, who hasn't uh, left the club as of yet. But it would be a huge statement to to the rest of Europe if they get the signature. Me personally, I think a right-sided centre-back would be a better fit. And I think Ake was one of their best players last season playing in that left-sided defensive role. So, interesting speculation. So, let's see how it goes. Now, this is music to my ears. Liverpool are strongly linked with Red Bull Leipzig's Dominic Sabozlai. So, the rumour here is that there is a release clause of 60 million pounds that is valid until the 30th of June, which is tomorrow. After this deadline, a deal can be done, but it would need to be negotiated and could potentially result to a bidding war, as there is a lot of interest in the player. Now, for me, if Liverpool were to sign Sabozlai, this would be a huge game changer. He would transform our team and become that creative spark at attacking outlet from midfield which you have never really had. So the big question is, do I see the signing happening? Honestly, I'm not sure. It should be a signing that Liverpool could get done. The fee is a good valuation of the player. The player has spoken very highly about the club and Jurgen Klopp in the past. So everything lines up nicely, but we're owned by FSG. So when it comes to transfers, you can never talk about anything transfer related with chess because there's a huge possibility that it may not happen. Earlier on today, Mark McAdam on Sky Sports said that Liverpool are working under tough parameters. Why is it always us that acts like we're broke and refuses to spend any money? It's so frustrating as a Liverpool fan. So I can safely say there's no way that we're paying the release calls tomorrow. And we'll most likely try to negotiate a deal to pay in installments and it could be quite costly because Leipzig may increase the price and they may refuse to actually negotiate this summer and may hold out for a move maybe in the January window or maybe next summer. On the flip side though, we've just sent Fabio Cavalio out on loan to Red Bull Leipzig. So hopefully that can be a sweetener um, to seal the deal. But let's see. He would be a dream signing. Don't get me wrong. But unfortunately, that's how it may conclude as a dream because the AFSG move, it's not positive. So, you know, hopefully I'll change my tune if we sign some good players in the next few weeks. But at this stage, who knows? Another player that we've been linked with recently is Southampton's Romeo Lavia, a good young player who is a defensive midfielder by trade. In terms of the transfer fee, I believe it's around 50 million that's been quoted, which is quite steep. But he's a player that I really like. He's got great ability on the ball, likes to tackle and has the potential to be a top, top player. But he's a work in progress so, or a project player as we like to call the youngsters nowadays. Right now, Liverpool need to sign players who are ready to step up and start for the first team. So I've said in the past, someone like Kone, who plays for I'm not sure if there's genuine interest in him and it's not helpful that he's recently got injured in the under 21 tournament for France but with regards to Lavia I wouldn't be disappointed if we did sign him but honestly I just don't see it happening especially for the amount of of, uh, money that's been quoted another Liverpool later transfer and that is Kefran Toram, and the rumour circulating right now is that we are in talks with his club and apparently things are progressing. So at this stage, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I normally don't like to hear things about different progress or updates being made about negotiations because it's so public. And as Liverpool fans, we've been burnt in the past with players who we think were close to signing and it just never materialised. Now we've got McAllister in the squad. If we sign Torema and Subozla as well, that would be a sensational window in regards to mid- midfield signings. I still think we need one more uh, defender, a left-side one in particular. But let's see. Um, at this minute, it's wishful thinking. So I can't say anything with confidence that we will sign any new players. Uh, just have to wait and see. On to the next, rumor And... A new goalkeeper target for Manchester United, who seems to have done a U-turn with regards to De Gea. It seems like he may be departing from the club, so therefore a new top-quality goalkeeper will need to be acquired. And according to rumours, Inter Milan's Onana is the man that they want. And speaking as a neutral, I think Onana would be a fantastic signing for Manchester United. I think he's an amazing all-round goalkeeper, he's a great shot-stopper, and he's also great with his feet. So... It looks like he's ready to make that next step up in his career as well, but it won't be easy to negotiate a deal with Inter Milan as they are seeking for a price of around £50 million for his services. So I think it's a good deal, but let's see what United do with this one. Next player, uh, who is actually strongly linked to Manchester United, has his eyes set on a move to Arsenal, and that is Ajax's Durin Timber. Just before I started the stream, I already uh, read on Twitter that Adil is progressing as talks are in advanced stages. The fee is rumoured to be around £35 million. So he would be a great addition to the Arsenal squad, in my opinion. He can play as a right-back in a back four, can also play in a back three as well. So his strong point is that he's a ball carrier and has a decent passing range. So he'll bring a lot of quality to the Arsenal team with his all-round game. Next rumour, which is a big one in my opinion and an exciting one for Villa fans is that Aston Villa have been linked with Villarreal's Pau Torres and what a coup that would be for Unai Emery. Obviously, he knows the player from his time at Villarreal but I'm surprised that a lot of European giants aren't showing any interest in the player. But that's Villa's advantage and I think if this move happens it could be one of the best signings this summer. And the fee is quoted to be around 31 million, which is peanuts in this transfer market. Next player is Tottenham's talisman, Harry Kane, who's been linked with another move away from the club. But this time, the interest is from the Bundesliga. Now, Bayern Munich have reportedly begun talks with Spurs to agree a deal. A fee of around 60 million was the offering. But. Daniel Levy dismissed it in a flash. Now, apart from Manchester United, I don't see any other Premier League teams um, trying to sign Harry Kane this summer. So, for his career and his legacy, should he consider a move abroad? Personally, I think he should. But I have a feeling he's very much stuck on the idea of becoming the Premier League's all-time top goalscorer. But with no silver to his name, it might be something he regrets in the long term. But let's see. I don't think this would be the last rumour circling around Harry Kane so expect to hear his name in future episodes this rumour seems to be gathering a little bit of pace and, and that is with regards to Chelsea showing a strong interest in signing Brighton's Moises Caicedo. Todd Bowley has done an amazing job of recouping um, around 155 million from selling Havertz Kovacic uh, and now potentially Mason Mount But also include the sales towards Saudi, where they've sold Mendy for 17 million. They've sold Kulubali for 18 million. They've sold Ziesh for 8 million. And they've also sold Loftus Cheeks to AC Milan for 18.5. So the total amount of money that has been generated in the last couple of weeks is £216 million now. Only one word to describe that kind of businesses. <laughs> Sensational. It truly is. Um, you know, he was spending a lot of money last season, but he's recouping it right now. So a true businessman in terms of making money over there. So the funds are available um, to acquire two or three quality additions. So signing Casino would be up in top of their agenda. And he would be an amazing coup. Now, can you imagine Caicedo and Enzo Fernandez as a partnership? That would be a formidable force in their team. But I think Manchester United will try to ruin the party as they have a strong interest in the player as well. So let me know what you guys think in the comments. Which club do you see Caicedo join this summer? Will it be Chelsea or Manchester United? And sticking to Brighton, actually. Brighton have been showing um, interest and is attacker, Mohammed Kudus. Uh, Kudus is a fantastic talent who can play in a variety of positions. He's predominantly a player that can play as a number 10, but can also play on the wing, especially on the right side. He's got a great burst of speed, um, very skillful on the ball, and is a lethal finisher in front of goal. And apparently, Ajax are happy to part ways with Kudus if a £40 million bid is made, which is peanuts in this day and age this would be an amazing signing for brighton if they're able to make it happen back to my team i wish Liverpool would place a bid for him because he would be a fantastic addition to our squad we don't really have sort of a backup player for most on the right side he could be fantastic in a central position as well but owners don't like to get the checkbook out too much so yeah <laughs> At Liverpool fans, we have to keep dreaming with regards to certain targets. And finally, the last dream of today um, West Ham are being linked with Dennis Zakaria, who was recently on loan at Chelsea. He may be someone who could be lined up to replace Declan Rice in the team. Personally, I think they could do better and uh, find a more like for like replacement. If I was to think on top of my head from the Premier League, maybe someone like award browse, um would be a great addition to the team I think he's available for 40 million as uh, Southampton have been relegated but let me know in the comments who should Liverpool oh, sorry <laughs> I'm always talking about Liverpool who should West Ham sign to replace Declan Rice in the team because they've got the finances now they've got over 100 million so it remains to be see who they will recoup this season and that concludes our show tonight so thank you everyone who tuned in Um, If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. I'm only nine subscribers away from reaching a milestone of 100 subs. So if you can make that happen before the end of the transfer window, it'll be a nice number to start the new season. In terms of upcoming content, unless a miracle happens where Subozlai signs for Liverpool, Uh, we won't be back until next Monday um, for another episode of Transfer Talk. Follow me on social media at AussieFTP on Twitter or you can follow me on Instagram at Aussie.FTP for all the latest announcements regarding content and updates on transfer news as well. So until next time, guys, take care, stay safe. And I hope to see you all very soon. Goodbye.